Welcome to the Curiously Guided Podcast, the show for intentional business owners and curious minds looking to combine the inner work and outer work to create a life, business, and career that feels deeply fulfilling and wildly aligned on all levels. We're your hosts. I'm Shay. And I'm Mariah. We're two business strategists passionate about rewriting the rules to success in a way that combines both strategy and energetics. So this podcast started with both of us being in the online business world, craving more deep, meaningful, and transparent conversations. So we decided to come together and create a space to do just that. Our guest interviews highlight cool humans doing cool shit, chasing their dreams, and going down their own rabbit holes to create a more sustainable and fulfilling life in whatever way that means for them. We see this podcast as everything that people won't share on social media. We don't give a fuck about highlight reels or proven frameworks. We love getting in the weeds, asking the tough questions, and doing the work to create a life and career we love, all while committing to ourselves and our personal growth. Because only through that lens can we truly create a lifestyle that feels good from the inside out. Welcome to the Curiously Guided Podcast. Are you ready to trust the nudge and let curiosity guide the way? Because we're excited to shake shit up and live outside the box with you. What is up, y'all? Welcome back to the very first episode in season four. Honestly, like we can't even explain how excited we are for this season. If you're new around here, we're your hosts. I'm Mariah. And I'm Shay. And so we started this podcast as an experiment a couple years ago, and it's very quickly became our favorite passion project. Like every time I look at my calendar and I'm like, oh shit, we have a recording for the podcast. I'm like, today's just going to be a solid day. Like I even tell my boyfriend, I'm like, well, I have three calls today, but one of them doesn't really count as a call because it's like a recording for the podcast. So we just, we truly love the juice and the energy that these conversations bring to us. And we love having the deep, transparent conversations about a variety of topics, but usually they kind of all relate back to creating a life that feels deeply fulfilling and wildly aligned. So that can include, you know, career things, mindset things, health things, entrepreneurship things, marketing things, all of that fun stuff. So we're just coming back from an off season and during our time in between seasons, me and Shay kind of like to have some calls on the calendar and check in with each other and reflect on the previous season and kind of just touch base on like what we want to see happen with the podcast moving forward. And so we wanted to share something really fucking cool. So we found out that we are actually in the top 10% of podcasts globally which like blew our fucking mind because like I said, this literally all started as an experiment and we kind of still see this podcast as a passion project. And the fact that like we're in the top 10%, it's mind blowing. Like when I saw that, I sent it to Shay. I was like, dude, I think we're like doing some cool shit, but it's because of you listeners. Like it's because you guys like sharing these podcast episodes and like following up with us and letting us know like what you thought about episodes and just giving us feedback and all of that. Like that's what energizes us to keep moving forward. So I just wanted to take a second before we hop into the rest of this episode and just truly say like, thank you so much. 
Yeah. Yeah. That was so beautifully said. We've just um, spent some time during the off season, you know, Mariah and I are constantly boxing each other and we're always asking, you know, like what, you know, the podcast up until this point, we've had some kind of ideas of what we wanted it to be. We, you know, we've kind of been playing around. It's almost been like a working theory and, you know, we're constantly kind of checking in. And I feel like every season we've gotten like a step closer and a step closer. And then over this past break, you know, um, not only did we get some awesome stats just about, you know, like the podcast itself and it's growing, you know, that's really validating for Mariah and I that we're not just crazy and other people are sharing, you know, these ideas and want to learn more about the stuff like we do. Um, but it also just, uh, we kind of blew the lid off, I think a little bit, like what the podcast is. I think we're finally stepping into, um, after a lot of, uh, trial I'm not gonna say trial and error but just kind of guessing Ryan and I kind of have landed somewhere with what we want this podcast to be and um you know, it really all boils down to this idea. Mariah put it so succinctly and I love it, but this idea of the inner work and the outer work coming together. And so we we keep asking ourselves, you know, what do we want the podcast to be in the world? Why do we create this? And it's really that idea of how our you know, um, Ryan always says the future of business is kind of like led by online business owners and people that are out there kind of doing their own thing. It doesn't have to be online, but people that are going into business for themselves, they've got kind of a wild idea that they want to see through. We're the ones that are kind of changing the game. And so now that Ryan and I have gotten through three seasons of interviewing these people who I would call at the top of their game, more or less, we're, we're kind of picking up on some trends and we're learning about these people and and we're noticing that it's gotta be a balance, you know, like there's, there's, um, inner work is so important, you know, spending time with yourself. We talk about stillness on the podcast a lot, getting to know yourself, like all of that is great. But if you swing too hard into that, it's really easy to get very out there a little too high in the sky. So then the opposite side is the outer work, you know, the hustlers, the people that are do, do, do action, action, action. And that's awesome too. But when you swing too hard in that direction, it's easy to burn out and it's easy to get caught up in kind of external goals that really don't mean shit to you at the end of the day. So what we are seeing over and over and over again is the people who I admire and want to be more like, they're finding this nice balance of inner work and outer work. And they're, they're just, um, dancing that dance, I think very beautifully. And so that is um, my goal for the podcast and where we would like to take this is really kind of highlighting stories of people who are being brave, who are listening to their inner calling. You know, they have some important mark they want to make on this world. And whether that's with their business or with their career or with their hobby, we want to share those stories with you guys. And we want it to be an inspiration that whatever voice you're hearing and whatever creative nudge you've got or question that's sparking your curiosity, you guys can go after that. And it can be really fulfilling in the process, right? But it's not easy. And I, I hope that our podcast always is realistic and down to earth and showing the hard stuff too. But long story short, Mariah and I keep coming back to this idea of it's where the inner work meets the outer work. And we've been asking ourselves, like, what does that mean exactly? And we keep coming to this idea of 
spirituality, bringing spirituality into business. And it's funny because I even say that word, Mariah and I are smiling at each other. A lot of our Voxer conversations are all around like, is it spirituality? Can we say spirituality? Can we even like bring that up without people getting their guard up and um, having a million associations? And, and as someone who was raised in a very strict religious environment, spirituality for me has been a very loaded word. But what we are seeing over and over and over again is that these people are bringing spirit into their business. It is a that is how you find sustainability. That is how you find you know the fulfillment that I mentioned. That kind of like bigger joy in this life. Like you're in your zone of genius. You're doing what it is that you're here to do. It's because you're bringing in spirit, our soul, into your business. And so Mariah and I have been wrestling with: Can we talk about spirituality on the podcast in a way that doesn't turn people off? Because we think it is one of the key missing ingredients from most businesses today. Yeah, and it's funny because, like, okay, so during the off season, I was also doing some other stuff because I'm just like, okay, well, like, how can we grow the visibility of the podcast? And then I was listening to some other podcast episodes, and they were like, well, you got to figure out the keywords. I'm like, of course, I'm a fucking SEO strategist. Like, keywords are not new to me. But then it was like, so what keywords are people going to type into Google in order to find your podcast? And I'm like, Shay, are they going to type in spirituality? Like that doesn't really hit it. It doesn't feel like it all encompasses everything. And I think that there is a lot of thoughts around the word spirituality, whether it's positive or negative, right? And so it was like, well, I don't want to call us a spiritual podcast, but then like we take a look at the conversations that we have and like we talk about tarot cards and astrology and human design. And so it's like, we're not not a spiritual podcast, but then it's like, we call ourselves a business podcast, but we're not talking about the ROI and like all of these like corporate, like business terms. So I feel like Curiously Guided kind of lives in the middle, but then I was like, wait a minute, why does it have to live in the middle? And why can't we just redefine what spirituality means to us and redefine what business means to us? And I feel like that's the juice. And that's what really started the conversation of just like, well, what is spirituality to us? Because I've had experiences like exploring the spiritual community, like meditation and yoga and just like channeling, being a medium and like intuitive sessions and all of that, like the things that you might think of when you hear the word spiritual, like I've gone very deep into that world. And then I've also gone very deep into not the corporate world, if you know, kind of like my backstory, but the very deep business world of like goals and moving towards things and hustling and all of that. And so I like this idea of bringing it together in a way that feels like our own. And it's interesting because like our um, in our previous season, actually in season three and in season one, we interviewed one of our good friends, Ash, who we went through her coaching program. And one of the things that we had to do, Ash was like, well, you have to take this test to figure out your values. And me, I'm just like, LOL, like, okay, I'm sure that I know my values, dude. Like I could like pick them out on a list, like whatever. So I take this test and I see that humor is my number one value, which like fucking LOL, dude, of course it is. But number two was spirituality. And I was like, what? So in my head, I noticed, does that mean that I have to start talking about crystals, that I have to start talking about tarot cards? Does that mean that people are going to be wanting like intuitive business sessions for me? And I'm calling myself out like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? Like, 
I do pull tarot cards, but I feel like my spiritual practice is really personal to me. And I feel like we're allowed to redefine what that means, especially in the lens of business. And so I guess this podcast and what we figured out is that like the inner work and the outer work is just a beautiful way to explain everything that we kind of see and how it all kind of comes together. Mm. Yeah. I love that you bring that up because honestly, in our original conversations, when we were kind of planning this podcast out, the one thing I remember has been true for us from day one is this desire to be grounded, but to talk about these more spiritual, higher thinking things in a very grounded down to earth way. And that was honestly like the initial premise of the whole podcast, because you and I are both open-minded and have really been able to grow ourselves as humans um, by kind of leaning more into the spiritual side of things but I fucking love the spiritual we side love of things. it like, we're crystals so everywhere <laughs> and like human design left and right astrology I fucking love the spiritual stuff but for some reason that word it just had like it's so loaded Charged. it just yeah. didn't yeah it just didn't feel like it resonated even like in conversations people are like oh you're a spiritual person and I'm like don't put baby in a box yeah and then I have all this weird old programming. So there's that side of spirituality. And then there's also like super Christian or whatever, if you were raised religious of like, they would always look down on people who were spiritual, like, don't be spiritual, like one of those slowly people that are just into everything, you know, so I, it has so I think for how you were raised, everybody probably like relates to this word spirituality differently. And for you and I different, like for different reasons, we were both very much like repulsed by it almost in a way, but it keeps being this theme that we come back to over and over again. So it started to become a little undeniable. But like Mariah was saying, the idea of targeting spirituality as a keyword feels or felt odd until we kind of started exploring let's let's take a look at the word spirituality you know like what does this really mean um what are we we keep observing this thing among these people that we are interviewing and it's that I think I've been trying to think about how to say like what I think spirituality is these days like if I am going to redefine it and it's kind of I think Mariah you said this earlier um, before we hit record this belief in something bigger, you know, for me, it's kind of like, I believe in the bigger mystery of this all, like we're here and we don't know all the answers, but like, there's some kind of forward moving force and like, we can tap into it. And, and whether you call that universe or creativity or the Lord Jesus Christ, like, I think there's a lot of different paths to that, but it's this idea that there is something bigger and we can connect to that and kind of bring that through, you know, we are the conduits in this life of bringing spirit through. And so one thing that you and I are noticing is that these people who are really top of their game in business, they have practices where they show up for themselves and their quote unquote spirituality in some way. And whether that looks religious or whether it looks like crystals or whether it looks like stoicism, or it looks like I go for a run in the morning and that's my church time. I'm spending time with myself. It can look like so many things, but that piece of filling your own cup up before you go serve others is like one thing that we see consistently over and over and over again. And it's gotten me reflecting on 
how do I spend time with myself? How do I show up for myself? How do I fill my own cup? And I've noticed that as I've gotten deeper and deeper down that rabbit hole, it's been very enriching for my life in a multitude of ways. So long story short, for someone who has a lot of complications with the word spirituality, I can tell you, I believe that there is something bigger I have tapped into it myself, you know, I've experienced it and I want to talk about it because I think what business is devoid of is of people who are bringing their soul or their spirit into it. And the problem with that is it makes us become solely obsessed with money, solely obsessed with material goals, just to get the Lambo, get the private island. It's like, and then the people who get that are, are unhappy, right? And it's, but then we've, killed the whole planet in the process. So it's like, I think if we can get more people connected to their spirit and then spending their precious brain power, bringing that spirit into this world, that's what's going to change the world. So I want to share as many stories as possible of people bringing spirit into what they do with their creative genius in this lifetime. So for me, that's kind of where I've been landing on like what spirituality means to me and why I think it's important to bring it into our work. But what do you think about all that, Mariah? Yeah, I'm just looking at the definition right now of spirituality, and it's the quality of being concerned with the human spirit or soul as opposed to material or physical things. So I read that and I'm just like, yeah, duh. Like, of course it is. But it's so interesting, the stories that we allow ourselves to attach with these words. Like I said, from either being in the spiritual community or diving into it or having conversations. So like when me and Andrew first got together, He's Christian, not like go to church every day, but like very much believes in like the Bible and God. And I was very deep into exploring my spirituality. I believe that that was really like a huge part of my spiritual awakening. And so when we came together, he saw us as completely opposite and he was actually completely turned off by it. It was one of the things that he deeply questioned about me. And he was like, I think that you're so smart, but why do you believe in these crystals? And then I was like, pissed off. And I was like, well, why do you believe in some book that was like written by fucking humans? Like, what do you mean? Like, and so we would just get into these conversations and conversation, dude, these conversations were so hard. They were so hard. We both got like extremely defensive, but as we allowed ourselves to go deeper into these conversations, we realized that we were literally saying the same thing in different ways, in different words, like the value, like the concrete foundations of it were essentially the same. And then during this off season, I have been really interested in exploring the Bible myself. And so I downloaded the Bible app and I've been like reading passages of it. And I grew up Catholic, went to, uh, made, made my communion, didn't make my confirmation. That's a story all on its own, but so we, I grew up like going to church. My parents aren't like super religious, but they refer to God, follow Lent, all of that type of stuff. And then I started, the reason why I was interested in exploring it is because I ended up listening to this podcast and I forgot what the podcast is called. I will link to it below in the show notes. I forgot the name. It's an amazing podcast hosted by two female business owners. I think they got into the business, both being photographers, and they have this faith in God and their conversations, like their whole thing is like, we just want to talk about business and inspire people. But like, this isn't like a Christian podcast. And so they kind of bring God and Jesus into the conversations, but not in like a repelling way. And I found myself 
being interested to listen to the episodes where they're like, allow God to be your CEO, like allow God to take the wheel. And I was like, what are they saying? So I'm listening to these conversations with an open mind and I'm noticing that how they view things is very, very similar to how I view things. They just use different words. And so I just found it extremely interesting. And I'm not saying that like the comparison between them is going to be the same for everybody. Like it depends on the journey that you've had and the experiences and like you could have had spiritual trauma or religious trauma and all of that. And all of that is valid. But what I'm noticing is that within me is that they were saying the same things. And I just think that it's extremely interesting because there's so many messages that are intertwined. And I think at the end of the day, it's how we combine the inner work with the outer work. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's it. Yeah. Yeah. There's one point of clarification I want to make is like, um, we are in no way saying like Christianity or Jesus, like Mariah and I were both just, I think we were raised with Christian backgrounds. So that's the language we go to often, but please know that however you relate to this, it, it can be, I, I truly believe just like Mariah said, there's so many different paths to the same door. And that's what we're seeing is that all of, everybody's kind of talking about this one same thing and we're using different language and we're all trying to describe this thing that's indescribable, right? That's why it's difficult. And so you may hear Mariah and I kind of reference more Christian language just because that was the vocabulary we grew up with using, but please don't feel like we are in any way um, limiting or putting people off like, um, whatever, whatever you want to call it. There's so many different words. I, I'm trying to encourage people to, even Raya, as you were saying, like Bible, I felt myself like, uh, like I tensed up yeah. because I am someone with religious, quite a bit of religious trauma. I had to do Bible drill, you know, like I looking up Bible passages brings up painful memories. Like it is, it's just so loaded. And I found myself for years, you know, that was a really big part of my life. And, you know, I obviously have some criticism of the Christian faith that I was raised yeah, in. Absolutely. And um, I, what I think, I'm not going to say where I went wrong, but I have gone through a very long season of rebelling against that because I'm angry about the way some things are. And the problem is I threw the baby out with the bathwater. You know, there was a lot of wonderful things about having a spiritual life or being connected to something greater, feeling like you're part of this. What gives you purpose in life is feeling like you're part of something greater. And if you totally rebel against that and shut that down and it's not real and you get totally obsessed with material things in this earth and, you know, it's super easy to do, it's really unsatisfying and it leads to a pretty low place, or at least it did for me. And so what has helped me get into a better place with my mental health and my relationships and my business is this idea of figuring out what church is to me now, what I get to define yes. what spirituality and what, you know, my sanctuaries are and how I um, connect with what is greater as an adult. It, it was nice to kind of rebel. I feel like I went on my journey. I was in the wilderness for a while and I kind of have come back to it recently. And there's some wonderful things about all of that, that I had totally abandoned because I was rebelling against the whole system. And so, especially with business and work, something that I have always felt so fired up about. And I just shared this, Mariah, and I just shot an awesome episode with Maggie that'll come out later this season. But 
um, I've been reflecting a lot of like what have been the common threads throughout my whole life, like things that have gotten me pissed off and worked up and like, what have I always cared about? Um, Mariah and I are always kind of like reflecting on like, why are we here? Why are we doing this? What's our role in this world? And one thing I shared when Maggie's episode is um, one thing that's really always bothered me, the city that I grew up in, the major employers are Boeing and Monsanto and just like huge ass corporations that have done very questionable things for this world. And I didn't want to spend, uh, whether you work there or not, no judgment, I don't mean any of that, but the idea of spending all of my brain power and my 40 year career and all of the goodness I have to bring to this world and just giving it to one of those companies was not clicking right for me. <laughs> it's like, there's gotta be a way I can spend my waking hours, the way that I work, the way that I contribute in a way that also aligns with my values and like the the change I want to make in the world. And what shocks me over and over and over again is how radical that is. Like how, and I, and I don't mean that I think your full-time job needs to be saving the world, but I do mean like what are you doing that fills you up on your weekends, in your nights, in your work, in your hobbies? I don't fucking care in your part-time hustle. Like, do you have anything that feels like it's part of something bigger? Cause like, that's what life is. That's where the magic is in this life. And when you, when you totally run away from spirituality, you miss out on a lot of the magic and a lot of the awesomeness and honestly, a lot of the success. And so for me, it's been a path of coming back into that and redefining it for myself that has been like such a huge game changer and allowing me to level up, you know, personally and professionally. Interrupting the conversation real quick to give a shout out to this episode's sponsor, The Contract Shop. The Contract Shop is a one-stop shop for any contract or legal template that your online business needs. They specialize in contracts for entrepreneurs, coaches, creatives, and other small business owners. Their contracts are drafted by an attorney and are peer-reviewed so that there are multiple professional eyeballs on them, so you know they're legit. One of the biggest reasons why we love the contract shop so much is that they explain what the contracts actually mean. They have guides that come with each contract so you can understand and feel confident in what the legal terms and the lingo are actually saying, so you're not feeling like a nematode if you get any questions about them later on. Both mine and Shay's personal favorite contract in the shop is the terms and conditions and the privacy policy bundle for your website. The contract shop also has contracts for affiliate programs, coaching relationships, masterminds and education, stock photography use, hiring contractors, and so much more. Go ahead and use the code CURIOUSLYGUIDED at checkout for 20% off any contract of your choice. Head over to CuriouslyGuided.com slash contracts to get the details and to snag the discount. All right, let's take you back to the episode. Yeah, I think that the common thread that we see through, you know, language is very difficult. So it's like, I hope you guys listening can can really like feel our intention when it comes to this. And I think that it really comes down to like nourishing the spirit 
Yeah. Whatever that means for you, truly, like when you said the question, like, what is my church? And it's like, church can look very traditional or it could be like my walk every day is like my fucking church where it's like, I don't have headphones in. I'm going on and I'm, I'm listening to the wind hit the trees and the leaves hit the ground and the squirrels jump around and go wild. And like, that can feel like church feels like coming home. Mm. What feels like coming home to you? And I think that this also kind of piggybacks off of the last episode in season three, where it's like how to be authentic authenticity is coming home to you. And as humans, we complicate things. And of course, there's reasons why we complicate things. There's experiences and history and, and the past and all and stories and things like that. But like, if we can truly simplify it into this moment right here, right now, what is going to nourish your spirit? And I feel like that's the shit that grounds you. That has been, just like you said, it's been the game changer for me in business. Dude, I got in business and I was like, yo, the goal, my values is to like make money. So like I ain't fucking living paycheck to paycheck like my parents. But the deeper that I've gotten into knowing myself and the tool that I have used to do that relates to spirituality. It relates to crystals and tarot cards and human design and astrology have been these tools that I can play with. But at the end of the day, they were just tools. They're not what it all relies on. Instead, it's tools that I use to come back to my spirit, to nourish my spirit, to get to know me better. And I think however you do that, that's the juice and that's the magic. And I think that that's where the future of business is going. I think and I mentioned this in Maggie's episode too, which we just shot it yesterday. And that's why it's like super fresh in our brains. But in Maggie's episode, I kind of was like, listen, business owners, online entrepreneurs, like even if you're not online, like entrepreneurs, I think that we are at the cutting edge of business, truly, because we have the opportunity to infuse our individuality, our self-expression, our creativity into the thing that we're building and bringing into this world. And I'm getting chills even just saying that, like, what a fucking gift, dude. Like, this is such a gift to be able to do this. And we're starting to see that that way of doing business, of bringing our true authenticity and focusing on relationships and connecting and nourishing ourselves instead of working ourselves to the fucking bone. I think putting ourselves and our self-care and our mental health and all of that stuff, putting the human and our spirit self first, I think that that is the way that business is going. Because if you think about it, that's the only way to run a sustainable business. And isn't that why we're in business? We're in business to help create a lifestyle that supports us. And so the only way to do that in a sustainable way is to keep nourishing ourselves along the path. And I think eventually, I don't think corporate's ever going to fucking get here, but corporate also takes a lot longer. It takes 17 years to like get a fucking procedure through. And so I think once they start to see all of the success and that like the business world, the small business world, the creative entrepreneur space is changing and shifting they're going to start to take notice, especially when they're bro marketing or they're manipulative marketing or just like their shitty ways of selling, shitty ways of marketing starts falling flat. I think that it's already starting to, and they're starting to notice that. That's why I think they're putting more money into influencer marketing, because that is the only thing that they have like direct access to. That's like, oh, this is a human marketing to a human. This feels more personable. And it's so I think that they're really starting to notice that, but they're not ever going to be able to do it in a way that we can do it. And I think that this really is 
This is the game changer. And this is what we're noticing in conversations with other business owners, people that we've had on the podcast, other connections that we're making. People are really starting to put the focus, not just on the outer work, but also the inner work. And like, what a beautiful gift to be able to build a business that we feel passionate about, that supports the environment, that supports our mental health. Like this shit is so fucking cool. What a time to be alive. Mm. And, you know, I'm sitting here thinking about um, another facet of this is AI. Um, You know, a lot of people are really concerned about the future of their jobs and the state of their industry. Is AI going to replace me? I'll tell you one thing AI is not going to replace. It's not going to replace your creativity. It's not going to replace your your good ideas, your that spiritual connection. You have something greater. You know, AI can regurgitate and do things that are already here. But in terms of like connecting to that bigger force and like, conduiting something new, that magic, that's what we have as humans. And that's what's always going to be your competitive edge in your career or in your hobby or whatever you're doing. And so the more you can prioritize and what Mariah and I are learning is I keep asking like, okay, I want to be more spiritual, but like, what does that mean? What does that look like? And what Mariah said is true. It's getting to know yourself and getting, building self what do you love about yourself? What do you think is awesome? For when I first started talking with Mariah, it was hard for me to even say anything nice about myself. And I love that she was calling us geniuses all the time. <laughs> like talk <laughs> about how far I've come, you know? So like, it's, it's this, it's this process. It sounds so simple, but how, unfortunately, a lot of us don't carve out time in our days to spend time with ourselves and do things that we love. And I love listening to the wind and trees. I thought that was a beautiful visual. In the morning, I've found this really beautiful space in my house where like the morning light comes in and I can do some stretching and meditating. And like, it just feels like I am in heaven, if you will. And that has been kind of my ritual or church that I do every day. But the whole point is the stuff sounds basic, but a lot of it's really coming down to how are you making time to get to know yourself, to fall in love with yourself, to figure out what it is that you're good at, what it is that lights you up, what it is that pisses you off. A lot of us just railroad through this life and stay busy, stay distracted on our phones, busy schedules, blah, blah, blah. It's really easy to push this stuff to the side, but doing, slowing down, getting in the stillness, getting to know yourself. That is what this looks like in practice. And I know it sounds also basic, but it's also like incredibly powerful and transformative. And I, I like when I shot it from the rooftops, I feel like it's just coming out. So like, oh yeah, be quiet with myself. Sounds fun. Meditate. (laughs) Cool. Didn't hear that one before. I know. I know. But really that's what it's been for us. And that's what we keep hearing over and over with these people are interviewing. They're like, you know, just like in love with this life and themselves and this energy that they've got to share. They've got something to share and they're fired up about it. I want to drink all that. I want to sip all that in. Like that's the life I want to be living. It's infectious. So like the energy that these people, I think they're filling themselves up and then they're able to share that energy with the world. And they're clear about, you know, it is always evolving our whys and why we're here, but they're, they're just really lit up and they're clear about like today, here's why I'm on this earth and I'm going to do the best I can to get there. And like, I just, I love that. And, and I love that they're also now sharing a bit more about the inner work on podcasts like this. Cause I feel like it's been hard to get that. So typically we hear stories 
they worked hard and they hustled and they had a brilliant idea and you they know were working 80 hours a week in the closet <laughs> yeah. like Gary V. I mean yeah, he's got yeah. some decent advice sometimes but then he's like lock yourself in a closet and live on the floor and work and grind and it's like right. well I feel like you don't get to hear this side of the story that is absolutely true for all of these people and it's how they have showed up for themselves and um, really cultivated a relationship with themselves and what is greater you know in that bigger community or connection like we talked about. So I have just like, these ideas are something I've kind of always like speculated about and I thought were cool. But then like now that we're four seasons in, we keep hearing over and over like the same exact things over and over. I start experimenting with them in my life, making more time for them. I'm now finding more success. It's just like, I feel like we're onto something and I know it sounds kind of basic sometimes, but it's just incredibly profound at the same time. Here's the thing. I think that the actual tools are basic, like meditation and practice, let's say, to meditate could be seen as pretty basic, right? To go for a walk could be seen as pretty basic. Here's the thing where it gets complicated. Life, schedules, routines. If you have children, if you have other obligations, if you have other shit. So now your walk doesn't get prioritized. Your meditation doesn't get prioritized. Maybe working out is your church, doesn't get prioritized. And so I think that's where it becomes difficult is how can we create a foundation and a routine to build this stuff in, even if some days it's just taking a deep breath in the mirror after mm -hmm. you brush your teeth. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? It doesn't have to be this big, long thing. Some days are fucking difficult. Some days I have period brain and like my, my brain is melting out of my ears and I'm just like, I just need to close my eyes, dude. Like I can't even be a human right now. And like that is perfectly okay. But I think the thing is, is to keep coming back to it and to not abandon it. And I think that's the thing that I like about the standard church model. Every Sunday, that is their priority to go to church, to connect with their faith and to connect with other people that do that. And I think that like, it's your weekly reminder that's on your calendar that like you can't get away from that's like your priority. And I think that that says something about like, how can we build this into our routines? And like, don't get me wrong. There are plenty of fucking days where I'm not meditating. I'm not even being like nice to Andrew. I don't want to cook any meals. I want to eat like milkshakes for every meal. You know what I mean? Where it's just, I'm not nourishing jack shit. Not my human body, not my emotional self, not my mental self, nothing. But that doesn't mean that like I'm not spiritual or I'm not connected to something greater anymore. It means, oh shit, there is also a human side of me that has to live on this world, in this environment that I'm in, in a society. And I think that the work is, even when we're feeling like that, how do we still find a little gap of time to nourish our spirit? And I think that that's the harder thing is like creating that routine of it all. No, you're hitting on something that's so real for me right now. It's the other side of this of how do you show up even when you don't feel good and you don't feel like it and you have low days. And I think that's been a big game changer for me because I am, as Mariah and I were talking about as a triple water sign, I, I have a lot of emotions and like part of my maturing has been kind of accepting that about myself and acknowledging that and honoring that. But I used to really get derailed. I would have wake up in a, you know, just in a funk and spiral and, and, oh, I can't do anything. I'm so down. And, and, and I think 
kind of building this relationship with myself has been like building a muscle of I can show up for myself even when I don't feel like it and even when things are shit and then that's like in fact I'll resist it the most on those days but when I do it it's the biggest benefit and I think there's a piece of this of just learning to accept what is here today there's this awesome Rumi poem I'll see if I can find it we can share it in the um, show notes but it's just all about like who's here today? Welcome to my house. What emotions are here? I honor you. I'm happy you're here today because I know that you being here today is preparing me for what's coming tomorrow. And it's going to be a whole different cast of characters and I'm going to be grateful for them too. And so there's this idea of just kind of like rolling with the punches and like radical acceptance of um, even when I'm feeling like shit and I'm in a low place, you know, I can still show up and I can shoot a podcast episode with Mariah and I can lead a team meeting. And really like often the bridge to get me there is three minutes of breathing to myself, right? It's just this moment of curiosity to be fucking honest with you. Like, what do I need right now? And I know me, you know, I've got a better sense of that. And then how can I give that to myself? And in that that's kind of like the practice to me of spirituality. Like I talk about this with my therapist a lot of like, what does this look like on the day to day? It's that kind of in the moment, how can I take a pause? What do I need? Honor myself and then like show up for the things I need to do. And and that is beautiful and very difficult. And that has been the practice for me 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just thinking about like this past week has been rough. It's been one of those weeks where it's like every fucking planet's in retrograde. And it's just it, it's just one of those weeks where it, it feels a little intense. And I was getting a little annoyed at Andrew in my head. And I was kind of just like, I just, it's, I felt like he wasn't listening to me. I was like, you're not listening to me. And so I'm noticing my reaction and what I'm saying. And then I like went to go and use the bathroom. And I'm like, what is it really? Because everything on the outside is a reflection of everything on the inside most sometimes you know what I'm saying like that doesn't always ring true but like a lot of the times for me it rings true so I'm like so what and then I'm like fuck dude I'm not listening to myself I'm not taking the time to listen to myself so I of course I feel like he's not listening to me I'm not listening to me so it's like I'm trying to have him bridge some gap But I, so I think that that is very interesting and that's been really helpful because I didn't always have that awareness. I didn't always have the capacity or the awareness to be able to see that and then question it and then go and spend 20 minutes just sitting with myself in the bedroom. And the other piece of this is that some of this is also the reason why I didn't jive with the spiritual community in certain aspects. Was that it was kind of like, well, if you're having a shitty day, it's because you're creating stories and you're doing all of these things and like you're not spiritual enough or your frequency isn't high enough. And then you're going to attract like death on your doorstep. And I had a lot of shame. That was my thing. I was like, if I'm having a low day, that must mean that my spirituality is bad and I'm not, I'm bad, you know, I'm sorry, but that really hit a nerve. No, no, that's exactly it. And I remember being like, well, shit, wait a minute. Like that makes sense if I was only a soul. Like it makes sense if I was only a fucking spirit floating around here and just like, oh shit, my frequency's going down. Like somebody help me with my frequency. And then it's like, whatever. And it's like, cool. But I'm a fucking human too. And like, we have to make space for both of them. And so I'm not also, I also want to be very clear that I'm not shitting on the spiritual community. Like I've 
I've learned so much from that space. And it really has allowed me to get to know myself better. It's allowed me to learn these tools and everything, but I, it's the, the extreme sides of all of it. You know what I mean? Just, just like anything, if you drink too much water, you will internally drown yourself. Like it's too much of anything is not a good thing. And so I think it's like all of these experience kind of point back to the balance, but then balance also isn't really a fucking thing. Like balance isn't even real. Like we can't walk on a balance beam for our entire life. So I think what it really comes down to is like, how do we strengthen the muscle of coming back to ourselves so that we can combine the inner work with the outer work? Because it takes both and not just one, but we have to do it in a way that feels aligned and authentic to us. And mm -hmm. that's a lot, but like, that's it. And I think if we can create a business, if we can create a career with that at the forefront, with that as the foundation, that's the shit that keeps you anchored when things get tough, yeah. when there's income dips, when people aren't buying your stuff, when you feel like your message isn't hitting, when you feel like nobody's seeing you, nobody's hearing you. I have been there numerous times. I just felt like that fucking three days ago. I was like, people, things aren't hitting. People aren't listening. I'm not as smart as I thought that I was. But the only thing that kept me grounded was my faith in something greater, which connects back to my the faith that I have in myself. Yeah, the word that keeps popping up for me is resilience. It's like a, been um, a practice in building my personal resilience because the reason this is important, you guys, is what we are saying we're asking you to live a life that's a little countercultural. Like what you're trying to do, your great ideas, they don't exist yet. And that's hard to bring new life into the world. And it's difficult. You know, it would be a lot easier just to go to a really straightforward job every day and just like crank it out. So I understand that like when we talk about these bigger ideas and chasing these bigger dreams, you're going to have a lot of resistance. You're going to have a lot of opposition. And like we see on this podcast, almost every episode, you're going to be faced with your own shit. There's nothing like, I feel like stronger for personal development than like having a child or starting your own business. Cause it's a, we say it's a mirror in your face every day of all of your shit. So it's like, not only are you fighting the whole world, telling them that you're not crazy, you have a good idea. You're also fighting all of your demons all at once. So it is not for the faint of heart. It is very challenging. And I want to, we, that's why Mariah and I wanted to do this. I want to be honest about that and open. And so we can encourage each other and uplift each other because um, we're asking you to break the mold and things are going to get tough when you break the mold. And so what we're trying to do is equip ourselves with resilience, right? And that comes through this daily in the moment practice of connecting with what's greater, finding what it is about you that really sparks you and lights you up, and then just doing whatever you can to bring that in the world, whether it's in the smallest little bit or it's your full-time job that you're dedicated to. But just having a spiritual practice, I think, is missing, so missing, <laughs> especially from business. And I think it's something we're all hungry for more of, or I am at least, and I know you are, and we're kind of curious about what this new kind of version of spirituality looks like for us. So, um, yeah, I, I, uh, 
I just want to thank you all sincerely for being on this journey with us and kind of being with us as we've been figuring it out and allowing it to be a science experiment, how Mariah and I are, where we're testing out different ideas. But um, yeah, it feels cool to be seeing some progress, seeing some momentum, feeling more and more locked in and like, kind of like we're getting the word out into the world that we want. Yeah. And I just had a visualization kind of of like why we started this podcast. We started this podcast because we were craving transparent, honest conversations about what is happening, like from our perspective in the online business space, but like in the entrepreneur space with career, like lifestyle, whatever. We were just craving like deep, fulfilling, and honest conversations because like we became friends and connected in 2020 when everything was a fucking shit show. And it was like, I remember showing up to those calls crying. I was crying left and right. And then I showed up to another call and I was like, I'm meditating four times a day. I'm about to be enlightened by Christmas. You know what I mean? And like, it's just those things where it was like, why is nobody talking about this? Why is nobody saying how hard it is? And it was just recently, like a couple months ago that in the online business space, I saw everybody saying, income dips are normal. And I was like, you guys are the same fucking people that were trying to say like 10K months and sustainability. And now I'm going for 25K months and blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, I want to know what's really happening. I'm not saying that you have to share everything. Like if something shitty happens, your launch flops, you haven't processed it yet. Like, I'm not saying that you have to share all of like the stuff in your closet that you don't want to share or like the personal stuff that feels really close to your heart. You don't have to, but like, I think that more people need examples of how this world is examples of people doing really cool shit examples of like different kinds of businesses that are taking off like mm -hmm. i'm i find so many different cool businesses like literally yesterday i found this girl who started a bookstagram like a year ago where she was just like posting about books because she loves books she got 90k followers on instagram she just started making money of it she was like oh i think this is something after 90K follow, I was like, oh, okay, girl. And now she's like killing it. And she's only been in business a year. And it's like, I just love those fucking examples. You can make money doing whatever you want. And like Shay said, I think that we need more examples of people doing it. Because when you're breaking the mold, when you're doing something different, you're it's going to feel really tough because you don't see an example of that being possible. So what grounds you back to yourself in that moment? What grounds you back into, damn, this is a good idea. And you could even, what's helpful for me is like, this idea didn't come from me. I'm just the conduit of this idea. That's really helpful for me. It takes the pressure off. Mm -hmm. But I think that we just need more examples of unlimited possibilities because we live in a world where we have the internet. And I think what a beautiful gift that like we can access all of these people all over the world and all of this information and like we can have an online business. I just think that it's like completely wild and like, yeah, what I a think, time to be alive. You know, what we, a time to be alive. Like, I you know provide... somebody who made like a, like a business creating keychains or something like a million dollar business from keychains. And it's like, how fucking cool. It is fucking cool. Those are the stories that really light me up. And it's people following their curiosity, you know, like that, that's the whole premise, right? You can, if you have something that like this crazy ass idea, 
now, what a time. This is the best time ever. You have the internet, you have all of these resources, you have podcasts, you have us, Oh, you know, we're your cheerleaders forever. You know, there is so many resources available to you. So go for it. Like whatever that little voice is, whatever that little nudge you've been feeling, explore it. Like I, that's just like, I think I do truly think curiosity is the superpower here. So if that's the doorway for you guys of where to get started with all of this, just start asking yourself, what am I curious about? What are these rabbit holes I'm interested in? And just by following your own questions and giving yourself time to ask yourself questions, (laughs) you'll be blown away at the power there. Um, but I think that's honestly a really nice place to wrap up. Do you have any final thoughts, Mariah, you want to share? No, I think that we covered a lot more than we probably even thought was possible in this. Like we, we had some notes for this episode. We talked about the notes. I went off on a couple tangents as per usual, but I think that the conversation feels pretty good. I think it just comes back to like, how can you stay curiously guided? Like we, we chose this name for the podcast and I don't think that we realized how much of a pillar that it would play in our day-to-day life. Like this name came through to me in a meditation. I shared it with Che. I'm just like, is this, does this sound cool? Does this sound fucking dumb? And she was like, dude, that's- Well, we had a list of like 70 names and it was the (laughs) only one that like had anything to it. It was just like in a league of its own. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think staying curiously guided about your ideas, staying curiously guided about how you're feeling, your relationship with yourself about everything. And I know that that feels like a lot, like, holy fuck, stay curiously guided about everything, Mariah. Like, are you serious? But I think that it just comes down to like, what are you needing in this moment? Are you needing space to be curious about a business idea, to be curious about a hobby, to be curious about your creativity? Or do you need the space to be curious about how you can nourish your spirit? And what does that look like? And I remember at first, I had no idea what nourished my spirit. I was like, I don't know. Do I like painting my nails? Do I like going for a walk? Do I hate going for a walk? Do I like doing puzzles? Am I a puzzle girl? I am not a puzzle girl, but it's like that can even take some time to figure out and just allow yourself to be curious about it. Truly. Mm, I love that. Yeah, that that was honestly my journey. I realized I don't even know what I want. I don't know what I like. Like, you know, I've just been kind of putting on other people's suits that I see. And so, yeah, that's the magic there of like connecting with your own desire and want through curiosity and then letting that be the guide. Um, you know, I found this poem and I'm going to read it to you guys and we can like do our little outro after that, but I think it's perfect for this episode. So this poem by Rumi is called The Guest House. This being human is a guest house. Every morning, a new arrival, a joy, a depression, a meanness, some momentary awareness comes as an unexpected visitor. Welcome and entertain them all. Even if they're a crowd of sorrows who violently sweep your house empty of its furniture, Still, treat each guest honorably. He may be clearing you out for some new delight. The dark thought, the shame, the malice, meet them at the door laughing and invite them in. Be grateful for whoever comes because each has been sent as a guide from beyond. So I just think that is so cool of 
what sparks your curiosity is literally a data point from beyond. Like, think about it like that. If you're curious about how to get connected with your spirit, look at where your curiosity goes, follow your questions, ask more questions. Those are little sparks from beyond and you'll start to notice trends. And so like, if you're feeling really separated from spirit, like connect back with that curiosity, start paying, there's little messages all around you, I promise, start paying attention. And that's really where you'll start to see some magic happen. I don't want to add anything else to that. That is beautiful. I'm glad, I'm glad you like it. I was going to be like, we can cut this out if you think it's lame, but I think it's- No, no, I think that it's I think that it's awesome. Hell yeah. Thanks. Okay, cool. So we're also going to add that quote. If you guys want to take a look at it, we're going to add it to the show notes below. But I think that we're ready to close this episode down. So remember y'all, we've said it once. We'll say it a million times. I'll, I'll say it till I'm dead. You have the power to create whatever the fuck you want. Follow the nudge, ask the questions- and let curiosity guide the way. We'll see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to this episode of the Curiously Guided Podcast. We appreciate you so much for being here. Truly, this podcast is such a joy for us to create. If you love the conversation or you're a fan of the podcast and you want to support us in creating new episodes, feel free to head over to curiouslyguided.com support to buy us a coffee. If you're not already, make sure to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite listening platform so you can stay in the loop with all of the episodes we've got coming your way. And while you're heading over to subscribe, slide over to the review section and let us know what you thought about that episode. Reviews go a long way in helping us reach more listeners. So even if it's just a quick one, it helps us all continue to grow together. We'll see you in the next episode.